0: Episode fifty one. We're back in the building. What's going on? What's up, man? Uh, Not much. Uh, There's only one place to start. Really? I mean, you want to knock knock out the other games real quick? No, there wasn't much of them. (laughs) Yeah, nothing really happened. I mean, nothing to really chat about. Brighton loss was surprising. But yep. there's only one game to talk about. Man City 4, Arsenal 1. A complete beatdown and embarrassment for Arsenal. Their fans traveled to the game. Seems like they were the only ones that showed up. And Pep Masterclass schooled Arteta. And that's it. That's the title, everybody. Thanks for coming. Uh, yeah, it's hard to argue
1: that the title's not... Determined now,
0: um,
1: even from a neutral standpoint it's it's one hand for city on the title. Um, I too would feel disappointment. It's the lack of show up for me. I think if you look at it from Arsenal's perspective, six minutes in, Kevin takes the lead one on one, two on whatever situation, Erling Holland and Kevin De Bruyne combined and the minimal amount of runs we get with the the number advantage that the defense typically has, you know, the pass is coming. It's not even a question of what run it's going to be. It still gets there and he still finishes. Uh, that one was tough for me. And then a lack of fight. I got to agree. I got to agree. I think uh, if I'm an Arsenal fan, I should be bothered by the lack of show up. That that's what I think probably would would not sit well with me if I'm if I'm an Arsenal fan.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it, it looked exactly like last season at Tottenham and Newcastle, mm-hmm. and you know half the team is still fucking there. So you didn't learn from it. I don't understand. I don't really care about that. This is a young team excuse. Mm, they've been playing a lot of games together. They've they have had all played adversity last year, so I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm I'm kind of tempted, and I think I'm going to blame the manager on this one. Um, four games in a row, no adjustments at all. Um, yeah. Why is it that Pep, who's won four titles, multiple Champions Leagues, why is it he can? show the opponent respect and make adjustments. I mean, he adjusted the game plan for Arsenal yesterday and Arteta didn't do shit. Um, the only game that Arteta has beaten Man City, guess what? He played a back three, two wingbacks, Maitland Niles, wingback FA cup, semi-final counterattack attack, two zero win. It's not a coincidence. That's the only time they've won. You have to make adjustments in this league and, Um, it's concerning for me. The fact that we went through this last year, um, arrogantly went to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and played right into their hands, pressed them. They said, cool, that's not the game we play. We just wait for you to make a mistake and we counter. And they beat us three, nothing. Um, everybody should have saw that coming. And then yesterday we just play right into city's hands. No adjustments. I told you he wasn't going to make adjustments and he didn't. And I want it to be proved wrong, but his arrogance is starting to uh, to bother me. And um, it's a great season, but four games in a row, zero adjustments could have been the difference between having four more points on the board right now. And this Uh could be a, a different conversation we're having, that this thing's still alive. But... Yeah, it's, it's, it's starting to become a problem. And the fact that he didn't learn from last year, uh, it's concerning. Uh, we dealt with a stubborn manager. Uh, his name was Arsene Wenger. He, he almost ruined this club as, as great as he did. His stubbornness from 2011 to 2017, and it's also on the board for not getting rid of his ass, but his stubbornness for about six years nearly c- killed this club. It's the reason why it took three years to rebuild. Um, now there's a difference. This is a project. Um, is a young manager. This is his first job. This isn't his first Premier League job. This isn't his first, uh, League One, you know, high first division job. This is his first managerial job, period. All however, right. however, it's disappointing that he does not adjust. Um, Europa semifinal two years ago, played a false nine in the first leg. Didn't make adjustments. We had injuries, and we couldn't score a goal at home. All we needed was one goal to advance. That's it. One goal, and we couldn't get it last year. Top four battle. All we needed was some points over Tottenham and Newcastle. Couldn't even get a draw. Um yeah, it's, it's just uh, it's disappointing. And then, yeah, Aaron Ramsdale and Reese Nelson are the only ones that deserve anything from me. Uh, nobody else showed up, so I don't have anything to say. I want a completely different lineup on Tuesday against Chelsea. I want Saka on the bench. I want Jesus on the bench. I want Zinchenko on the bench. Um, let's change things up because I want Rob Holding out of the club. I don't know why he's still here. He's terrible. Um, And yeah, let's change things up because four games in a row, it's unacceptable in a title race. It's truly unacceptable. And you can't just keep saying, well, let's just do what we're going to do. If Pep can make adjustments, one of the best managers ever, then you should be open to that as well, Arteto. I know you're trying to instill something in these players, but This is Arsenal Football Club. This isn't Arteta Football Club. It's about getting results for Arsenal. It's not about instilling your mindset. These players know how you're going to play. Okay? You have to adjust accordingly. And the perfect time to adjust is three draws in a row, heading into a team that's going to take first place off you. So, yeah, I thought it was disgusting. And um, it's typical Arsenal. I mean, what else is new? Same fucking Arsenal. Nothing changes with this team. Nothing.
1: Yeah, uh, I, 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 I think the lack of change is definitely on the manager, and definitely at this point, a requirement with with the current form. It's really hard to kind of argue that. Now, I do think that there was a lack of performance as well. That needs to be noted. Uh, I think Thomas Partey got a little bit exposed yesterday. I, think I want
0: that, Partey on the bench, too. That was another one.
1: That was shocking to me. Um, but I also think it could make... I mean, look, you, you can make anyone look foolish when you have three to four people around them for outlets, for passes. And it looks isolated because... I can't think of help. I can't help but think about some of those passes that City would make when they felt pressured. And it's almost like those passes that, like, you know who you're passing it to, but you're passing it open to an area and you're anticipating that player to get there. I felt like the Jack Grealish Akanji passes. I saw that often. I saw that often with Gundo and Rodri um, and, and, and Bernardo, I was really, really just, yes, I, it's hard to dispute the lack of fight from Arsenal, but I think I was really just more impressed with the amount of absolute still crisp and smoothness that came with City's attack and City's ability to kind of bend, but not break. I mean, I think we can all know what Arsenal have done throughout the year and it's just, three games now that we have a sample size to say they just haven't been that attacking against us. They there, there hasn't been moments where, and I don't even want to get into the refs, but I felt like that pen early on going back and seeing that over on Thomas Partey, That's an easy standout pen to me. That makes the game two nothing. John Stone's header makes it three nil at the end of the first half. So Stone's header was
0: offsides though.
1: Yeah, you can make that good argument. They put the it line was, they,
0: down. VAR used the wrong angle again. Line, like, yeah. It's not. I don't even care because it should have been seven nothing. Yeah, it's
1: just it's it 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 almost well, VAR to that VAR is point, just a
0: joke. They used yeah. the wrong angle. I mean, they got the Thomas Partey pen make wrong. Makes sense how you can do that. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I mean, you guys get that pen all the time, but they both got to the ball at the same time. It's a pen.
1: I'm not even going to debate it. If you want to take the side that it's not a pen, it's no, absurd to it's think that concrete. as. As he's taking a kick, you are stopping him, and and he is literally Kevin's foot, Thomas Partey's foot,
0: ball collision. How is that? It not get called alive? in the middle of the field It shouldn't get called in the box. That would definitely that be called all, all the, in the, time time the in the middle of the field. That that
1: should have definitely been me. today.
0: Saw it today, it didn't get called in the middle of the field. So why would it get called in the box? It's one hundred percent a pen for me. Listen, it gets sure called, whatever, whatever. Yeah, it does get it called, a- but for me, that's not a pen. I I hate that call.
1: Yeah, so they missed that. They agreed on the var. I think the reports were out. I'm not. I really don't give a shit because what like to any club that benefits from a situation like that. What the fuck do you want them to say? Like, that's clearly a a, a, a fuck-up on VAR and what they're looking at. They showed the entire world watching that game of a, a line on the screen, and they made it green. You look at everyone's interaction at the time of the goal, everyone assumed offsides. Not a single person sat there and believed it was on. They then bring you to a line they, that they put on there, you have some commentators in the American uh, uh, broadcasting. I think they were even insinuating he heard it. He he got the call that it's going to be considered a goal, and he actually says, "Brace yourselves, because now it's they're about to find out." So it's kind of like, who has what access? How do certain people know that a call's coming before others? There's there's not clarity to any of this. Any fan that gets a call except in their favor when it comes to that this is just like we take anyone which we take those like what the hell is that like you showed it to us only for later for us the people to point it out and talk about it i i didn't i I, have you seen xg on this game i haven't even seen an xg post about it yet i didn't even bother to look um so yeah i'm 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 more focused on the fact that I think everyone's going to be talking about Arsenal bottling the league, City taking it, going after him and and chasing him down. But I think we're going to have potentially to the finish of this season, a conversation about those that say Erling Holland is a one-dimensional animal. And the fact that he has as many assists as some other Prem top midfielders in the league right now, the fact that the man is... Just doing things we've not quite seen at this level, at this rate, so early. It's We've got to stop making excuses for what we see and say, oh, it's because he's just getting fed a lot. This guy is making touches from balls in our defending third to where he makes one touch, we make one pass, and now we have cheats clinched moment on the opposition. And for me, that is way beyond just a robot killer in front of goal, which obviously the record speaks for himself. He is, uh, he is doing, he's getting better. We are physically watching in front of us, the development of a guy who everyone says, man, all he can do is score. But if you watch the games and watch more, he's doing so much more to that the movement. He was false nining. He was false nining. It's incredible Incredible to me to think that that guy has so much versatility to him. And we're just blinded by the fact that it's it's the easy tap in merchant arguments. It's It's Kevin's class, Erling's class, and just a complete, just top to bottom i find it hard for me to to find a, a city player that i don't think played well yesterday even the subs foden had an assist in the little bit that he played um yeah wasn't expecting that i'm i'm still expecting some sort of uh reality moment for city and i thought it would be arsenal i really did uh but if not arsenal i don't see who at this point i really don't i really don't You, you tell me Madrid. I tell you, they just lost to our sister club that we own. They can't even beat Girona. They got beat by Girona four to one. I'd like to know where we're going to get slowed down right now. And I'm worried. It's scary when you can't find it, right? What's that famous phrase in, uh, in that movie, uh, uh, Edward Norton gambling poke rounders. Um, wonderful movie. Love that movie. I don't know if you had a chance to see it, but, uh, if you if if you can't find the hog, you're most likely the hog. You're you're that guy. If we can't find the team that's gonna out us, I think we're the team that gets outed. So I'm scared. I'm a little worried, but I don't know, man. From the from from a Premier League standpoint, it's gonna take a bottling and a botching. I, and I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't see it. I can I've looked at the schedule plenty of times. I don't fear West Ham. I don't fear Leeds. I don't fear Everton. I don't I don't I don't know. I'm just shocked at the, the level of of drop in Arsenal that I thought that was going to be the game that really tests us.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really have much to say. There's really nothing to analyze from the game from an Arsenal perspective. Um, I was fearful that they would do this and they did it. I mean, what can I say? It's only one time on this podcast, I said they were going to win the league. That was after the man U game. Maybe I was high on, on beating that fucking disgraceful club in Manchester, that other disgraceful club in Manchester. Um, but, yeah, mm, I'm not surprised. I re- I'm really not. I, I There was times I was not envisioning winning the trophy, but it was hard for me to even think about it because I saw this coming. Um, in the middle of the season when we had our little blip, I saw things I didn't like, and I said, yeah, they'll fuck it up at the end. They will hundred percent. And they did. And that's usually what happens with Arsenal. Um, they get to the very, they, they suck you in and then they let you down. No homo, but, um, yeah, that's what they do. That's what they do. And, uh, I'm sure it'll happen again in the summer transfer window, just like it happened this January, just like it happened last January. And, um, yeah, it'll probably be another season where where things are going well and then they all crumble at the end. So it's getting harder and harder to invest. More and more time goes on. And, you know, we've made a lot of changes this year, but just waiting for the next shoe to drop. And I hate to be that negative, but th- th- this club doesn't go the extra mile. So it is what it is. Uh, they don't go the extra mile. They could have had a big window. We know Stan Kroenke has the cash. They could have, you want Caicedo? Okay. 70 is not enough. We'll give you this. We really want him. We want to win the title. We need another DM. They didn't do it. So it is what it is. Another wasted season. Nothing. It's great we'll be in Champions League, but 10 2, Bayern Munich. That's my last Champions League memory. I don't know. Yeah. This club goes scared to the Burnabout, the Camp No the Alliance, you go scared playing there, you're done in the first leg. So yeah. this ne- team needs a mentality change, and I don't know where it's going to come from. I don't know if Edu's going to do the necessary business. And yeah. honestly, I don't know if Arteta is going to get that mentality change because if he did, why didn't he do it this year? I mean, we had this experience. It's not like it's not like we didn't go through something similar to this. I mean, the title's a whole nother thing, but – it was the same bullshit he he stuck with his rigid tactics uh, and and he was stubborn, and we got slapped and embarrassed. so um yeah there 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 are three factors that I think
1: <clears throat> so I don't consider that January window a, a failure for Arsenal.
0: it was. When... we we don't have midfielders. we don't. We have so... two midfielders that's what we're playing with two midfielders. I mean Jorginho, come on. I mean he's thirty fucking two. He's slower than my mother. Um that's not that's not a that's not a, that was a panic buy on the last day.
1: I don't know, man. You, I had, think... you had
0: the whole world cup break to figure things out and come up with a plan and you had to panic buy Jorginho. That's not good enough. I'm sorry. Other clubs it's... aren't doing that.
1: Other than Troussard, I still think Jorginho was a quality guy. <clears side. throat> If if we weren't saying this right after the window when you guys were still winning,
0: the, the, I was I, I was we were live on here and I said Jorginho is a joke. I said that's a joke of a signing. It might work out for us, and he might have a couple good moments. But in the end of the day, we needed a, a big boy midfielder. We did. Yeah. So and we didn't get it. I th- I think if we continue to say
1: from a window perspective, they were active. They didn't overspend. They looked quality with being responsible and disciplined at the time. I think the fault more lies in where Arteta didn't play certain players as the season progressed. I also think that the pivot from not considering European play serious is where I think the football gods failed Arteta. Because you, spoke, you speak about his, his uh, uh, arrogance and stubbornness and not wanting to change things. I think that's where he, he, he messed up. Because he could have used those European opportunities to do those very things, change it, and see if there's success. But instead, I think he continued to go with same style, same progressiveness. Sanchanko tucking in, Ben White overlap. I mean, all this stuff. It's it's like there's nothing new with the bag of tricks. So yeah, your 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 point about his stubbornness is is. Definitely the blame, but I think that gets we're, – we're we're combining. I'd have to look at the window again, but that was a good window for where they were and what they were doing. you got to remember – and you noted this as the January window. Teams that go into the January window that are buying are teams that have done wrong in the summer window. And where Arsenal were, I thought they were trying to be responsible. Add because they knew they needed to add. And since then, what was Tresar doing with assist and being active? We all noted how, how good he looked. Jorginho wins a goal by banging one from how far out after fucking Emmy gets it off of his head. We weren't Ooh. having issues with these signings when you guys were playing quite well. So I don't think that the concern was the window was that
0: bad. Wait, 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 yes. wait, 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 wait. wait, 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 wait. We can't do this thing where a player has a good moment and that make that will automatically justifies the signing. I'm not. I'm not having that. I'm not. Georgino okay. had G. one moment, which could be considered luck. I mean, okay. let's be honest. It hit off the back of fucking Emmy's head and won the goal.
1: How much did you goal pay for Emmy
0: Martinez? One was it? moment. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm not disagreeing with one moment, but how much so, did you pay for him? Twelve million, probably an overpay. The guy's contract is up in six months. And so you're saying Tressard was not a quality signing either? I, I didn't. I didn't say we didn't have a decent window, but yeah. When are we going to have a great window? A nine out of ten? It's always oh yeah, good yeah. good job, Arsenal. It, it's time. It is time to enough with the we're responsible. We saved money. Uh, we didn't ruin our relationship with Brighton. Who gives a fuck? It's time to be ruthless. Listen, there's some, there's some sporting directors who would go, you know what? Thanks, thanks, Arteta, for getting us here, but you bottled it last year for us and you bottled it this year, and I have a big boy manager waiting to come in, and I'm going to get him to take us to the Champions League final next year and to win the Premier League next year. I mean, there's, there's directors that would do that. Bayern Munich just did it. It didn't work out for them, but this is, this, is, this is the business. So I need to see some ruthlessness in this in this transfer window, or else I'm not going to give a shit about next year. I, I, I'm really not. I'm really not as an Arsenal fan. I'll be I'll be an observer. Because yeah. we have to, we have to, we have to start swimming with the sharks. We can't, you know, oh, this part, oh okay. They don't they're pissed off that we offered them 70 million for Kaiseido. Let's not ruin our relationship with Brian. Oh, we, we don't want to do that. Who gives a fuck? Fuck Brighton. Fuck Brighton. Chelsea went in and said, hey, guys, I'm taking you, 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 and you. Have a nice fucking day. You didn't give a fuck about Brighton's feelings. Now, whether it worked or not is a different story. But stop worrying about people's feelings. Stop worrying about being financially responsible. Cronkite, net worth went up $2 billion this year. So you right saved here. some money, Okay. Who gives a fuck? This is this is if you're not interested in winning titles, then what are we doing? I mean, you're saving money. So what? So what is this? What what is this? This is a fucking. Um, no. you, you're here to fucking profit. I I don't get it. So you you started start this by ruthless. asking a question.
1: Yeah, yeah. You started this by asking when are we going to have the nine out of ten window? And unfortunately, you have an owner that says, "Show me that you're capable of doing something with my money, and then I will put in more." Right now, Miguel and Idu have more argument than ever to basically be stomping their feet like a child in his office, basically saying, if you don't give me this summer to spend the money, you're gonna have serious problems after a close run like we just had. That that if if we are saying if we're having this conversation and the lack of summer window going into the year, holy shit, that is where we need to be absolutely going off on on that Arsenal billionaire Gronky the whole thing the whole understanding why didn't you have a window after coming this close you, you, that's just that just speaks to your owner so I, I hear you i hear you on that but you can't be advocating for the look and i say this just because i literally read an article today on the relationship between City and Dortmund and how we have kept a strong relationship with Player development, giving Jaden Sancho, give you know, you know, making it a, 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 a scratch my back, scratch your back kind of situation. What Bowley did, again, yes, he got a job done, but to what avail? Like it's you guys are two polar opposites to where I feel like you don't want that 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 absolutely rugged guy coming in, not knowing what he's doing, and just spending it so he can give it to fat frank to do what with it now you have the structure you have edu you have the development you if you back Mikel and know where you're going with it this summer is the summer where truly believe if you don't see a two midfielders a striker and a defender i mean the money has gotta be coming man like there's after what chelsea just did in two consecutive fucking windows I am very interested to see everyone blow up with their spending. This is what I really am dying to see. Because you have every argument. Every Arsenal fan in the world has every argument. You give me the 20 years. I hear you. You haven't had a trophy in forever. I get it. It's different mentalities. You guys are culminating everything. It's accumulative. It's, a it's all been there for years. I get it. Right now, you have been the second best team in the Prem. And should you end the second best team in the prem goal wise going into the season, that's a win. You scratched a goal. Period. You wanna say it's a disappointment or not? I don't I don't, I think achieving goals is not a disappointment. So you got a goal. Now go spend. He doesn't spend this summer, holy shit. You should be lining up like Glazers out with the United fans.
0: Yeah, and we'll talk more about the transfer window, but I'm I'm just I'm I'm skeptical. I hear a lot of talk about this guy, this guy, this guy. Let's actually go out and get them. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's yeah. What have to do. So that should be the title for you. Anything else on that?
1: No. I mean, we got it. It's, I think seventeen out of a possible twenty-one points left is what we need to get. So we do have the opportunity to lose and draw. Um, we can drop four points while still being able to get it. So. Um, that's going to play a part into probably seeing a lighter squad for Everton knowing that we got to beat Madrid or have a strong performance against Madrid so i would look to the to the Everton and then also just doing schedule looking later i'm going to be curious how we line up Fulham <coughs> and West Ham they're going to get every bit of work it's Leeds before leg 1 and Everton before leg two those two games i'm going to be very very curious as to uh how we line up those are where the opportunities for us to drop
0: yeah yeah i won't talk about those later but we had some um we had some other games this week We'll, we'll quickly go through them go over our scores um wolves two crystal palace nothing roy hudson coming back down to earth um Aston Villa won. Fulham nothing. Aston Villa continues to play good. Um Leeds Leicester 1-1. Nottingham yeah. Forest upsetting Brighton. That was a big shock. Um really putting it to them. Big points for um big points for Nottingham Forest there because mm-hmm. they were slipping big time. So to get a win over Brighton, that's a uh, that's big right there. Uh, Brentford 2 0 over Chelsea. Chelsea just continue to drop. Um, they're due for a win. And oh, look, they're playing Arsenal next. Great. Um, West Ham 1, Liverpool 2. Uh, some nice goals in this game. The Paqueta goal was a banger. Um, Gakbo had a nice goal and a good header from Matt Tip. Liverpool climbing, climbing. Um, they are now, they're in seventh. Have a game in hand on Tottenham and only one point behind them, so they have a they have an outside shot of uh, they have a shot for sure at getting um, European football uh, at least Europa League. And then today we had Newcastle continuing to score goals four one over Everton. Not looking good for Everton. Everton nineteenth place going to be crazy. Everton have never been relegated. One of the few teams to never be relegated. It's looking very very likely that they will be in the championship next year which would be insane yeah. with the amount of money they spent. New stadium it would be uh, dire for that football club actually. That's going to be a big big problem. Um, southampton Bournemouth. Burnmouth beat Southampton uh, in another embarrassing result for Arsenal. We just drew 3-3 how do you concede three goals? Doesn't even make sense. Uh, And then Man United choking against Tottenham. I watched that game here and there. Man United go ahead 2-0 in the first half. I saw Tottenham players looking like they could give a fuck that they were (laughs) even playing today. And somehow Man United let them creep back in and get a point. Pretty important point for Tottenham because they have a tough schedule. So, yeah, that was a... that was tough for Man United. Some weird, some weird substitutions from Ten Hag at the end. Didn't really understand them. Who he put Tottenham, in? I didn't see. Tottenham, uh, Tottenham get back in the game. Yeah, there was just some. I forget what he did, but he was taking off. Let me let me go over these subs. Um, <clears throat> where are they? Weghurst came on for Basaka martial came on yeah, malasia for juan bisaka i guess he was going a little more attacking but yeah at that point just defend the just defend the lead it's tottenham dude they don't fucking score that much juan bisaka is a great one-on-one defender i would have just kept his ass on sun locked his ass down but i don't know i i thought i thought <clears throat> that was a that was a bad for man united i mean they're pretty pretty locked on for for top four for sure um but bad result considering that team was about ready to give up and it looked like they did. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh Newcastle. Third. They're on fire. United fourth. Villa. Oh, games played. United have two hands in uh two games in hand. Against uh, compared to Spurs and Villa, so they've played thirty-one games. Yeah. Can Villa? Nah, if if it were the other way around, I'd say Villa or Spurs. And then Liverpool, like you said, one point behind them.
0: That. Yeah. I mean, Ooh. you never know because if if they. Nah, I, I think top four is pretty much locked in. I think the game's in hand. <clears throat> but you know. Wouldn't surprise me if Man United, you know, they have uh it's seven games to play if, if they get a couple zero pointers out of there. And, you know, Liverpool's scoring a lot of goals. Uh they're playing Tottenham at home next. That that should be an easy three points. They'll leapfrog Tottenham in the table. And you never know. I mean, I would not be surprised if Liverpool like stole fourth place somehow. Um, but I'm, I'm i think this is our top four. Um it, Arsenal still in first. That won't happen. Um, it'll be Man City. Um, it'll be Man City, Arsenal, and then probably Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle's playing really good, and then Man United for fourth. So, yeah, definitely interesting. how the scores go this week? Predictions? We both hit a goose
1: egg or a bullseye. Um, <clears throat> you had 2 0 Brentford right on the money. I had 1 1 draw between Leeds and Leicester right on the money. Um, Goal scorers was rough. Were rough for you, Jota, Martinelli, and Matoma didn't hit shit. Isaac did hit one, but Jal Felix and Ollie Watkins definitely let me down. Um, we I got the city plus one and a two-two draw was wrong, so I can give you the quick add-ons right now. Cool. Eight one. Two five one All right one two three is five yep six eight to six points wise for the week that puts us so I climbed two and I was down four so now I'm only down two you had 194 so you have an even 200 points mm-hmm. and I had 189 to eight. Yep, I'm
0: 198. So I'm two points behind you. All right. So let's get into this weekend. And it's a long weekend. We have games Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, first game of the weekend, Crystal Palace, West Ham. Um, Crystal Palace at home. West Ham playing playing a lot better. But they should be disappointed that they didn't get that, that uh, at least a point. Off playing Liverpool, but either way, uh, they are playing well. And Palace got off to good start with Hodgson scoring goals, but they've they've yeah. they've come back to earth and they're not scoring anymore. So this is a this is a tricky game for me. This has a draw all over it, all fucking all over it. Yeah, I'm gonna go for a um a one-one draw.
1: got west ham riding the wave uh i'm gonna go two to one west ham um i get to hit a banger the other yeah, day. Was nice. Dude, dude's balling so i'm gonna go uh two to one west ham
0: two to one west ham um next game brentford nottingham forest um good win for nottingham forest this week good win for brentford Brentford at home. They're very tough at home, so I'll stick with Brentford. I'll go two one Brentford, and um, I'll take Ivan Tony.
1: All that build up for Forest to do their thing is getting absolutely shitted on. It's going to be three nothing Brentford.
0: Three nothing Brentford. Brighton Wolves. Uh, I expect a huge bounce back from Brighton. Wolves have been picking up some points here and there as well. Um but you know, I, I would assume Brighton's, you know, pretty pissed off about FA Cup semifinal and then, you know, dropping points to Nottingham Forest. That was that was bad. So yeah, big bounce back from Brighton. Uh three nothing. Wolves are ass, and I'm tired
1: of fucking with them. I'm tired of thinking that they're going to score or even do anything offensively. You never fucking know, and I'm tired of messing with it. I'm going to go 2-0 Brighton, and I'm going to go with McAllister scoring.
0: The Irish-Argentinian. All right. right. Bournemouth versus Leeds. Uh, Bournemouth get a point. Very, very much-needed point. Uh, They get three points, actually. Leeds get a point. And... uh, yeah. No. This this should be a boring fucking game, to be honest. Um, this is tough for me to pick. I'm just gonna say, Burnmouth get the dub two one. Two to one, Bournemouth. I'm going two two draw. Fuck both these clubs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fulham at home against Manchester City. Um, I say 3-1 City. I think uh, 3-1 City. Kevin with a brace against Arsenal. I think he'll get another goal, so I'll take Kevin De Bruyne goal. You guys going to win this game or what? Uh,
1: easy way to overlook it, right? all the emotions and everything on a week on a weekday game. And then all of a sudden you got to go and, and play a team. That's that's scrappy and can get you a good goal on you. We've done it in years past. We've been known to drop a game and not, you know, blink. And we're down two nil. Uh, there's 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 makings of it for sure. Um, does he rest Does Pep try something different? Um, that, that 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 Silva coach is, is spot on with with Fulham at times yeah, I I can see it. You said 3 to 1 City and you got Kevin scoring. Uh yeah, fuck that. For nothing. We're slapping the shit out of him. It's our first first appearance with one hand on that fucking trophy. Erling Haaland is just setting records at that point. He's going to score again cuz he's a fucking Viking. I'm picking him and I'm going for nothing City.
0: 4-0 City. Um yeah, that seems likely. Man U versus Aston Villa. Pretty big game, honestly. Um, game of the weekend so far. Definitely. Eh, Liverpool Spurs be a big one. They're yeah, kind of yeah. close to each other in the table. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, Man United Villa. Villa still still hot. Really haven't – have they lost? No, they haven't lost in a while. Unbeaten, Check. unbeaten so. for a bunch of games, I believe. And uh, Man United, they don't really lose that Old Trafford either, so something's going to give here. Um, Shit. I'm going to go with a 2-2 draw, similar to their Tottenham game today. I think it'll be another draw. 2-2. I think Emery will set up nicely. I think it'll be a nice back-and-forth game. Man United, injuries. Yeah, I'll go 2-2. A million dollars. Do you know the last time Villa scored Last time Villa lost, probably to Arsenal.
1: Two fucking Arsenal. Four to two. Mhm. Yeah, that was back. What was that? The
0: eighteenth. February
1: of February. Villa is balling right mm-hmm. now, dude. Over two months. United did look good today as well, but they couldn't hold on to a lead. A two-to-two draw is probably a really good shout here because I can see both of those energies clashing to no avail for either club. But I'm going to go with the villains of Villa, and I'm going to go with a three-to-two Villa win. I need it. Wow.
0: Yeah. Injected. That would be interesting. Uh, I know, man, you fans will be salty about that, but... Uh next that game. Top four race is gonna be juicy, man. That top if, four if race. Villa win that, if Villa win that game, yes, yes, it will. I mean, if if U can't win that game at home, yeah, things will get things will get spicy and yeah. that might be in jeopardy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But yeah, um, Newcastle, Southampton. I think this is very easy to pick. Newcastle is just fucking bawling. I hope Southampton come in and, and stifle them a little bit because we have them after this. Um but I think it'll be a uh They're scoring now. I think it'll be a three to uh, three to nothing Newcastle win.
1: Yeah, I was gonna go with three nothing too. Um you know what? Uh fuck it. I need some points. I need to go somewhere. We're going two to one Southampton. Wow. Yeah, give me an upset. Give me an upset one time.
0: Upset alert.
1: Yeah, give yeah. me something
0: for the weekend. That'd be interesting if that happens. I don't know if I can see it. Um, Liverpool Spurs. I think this. I think Spurs are going to be high off that uh, draw today, but they're mm-hmm. going to go to Anfield and get absolutely humbled. It's a big <laughs> game for Liverpool. Um, they're climbing the table. Euro, Euro, European football. Can they steal fourth place? I'm sure, even though it's unrealistic, they're thinking they can. And yeah, I, I mean, the goals that Spurs conceded today were fucking amateur, amateur uh-huh. hour goals. And yep. Liverpool's playing good. They're scoring a lot. And it's Anfield, it's at home. Spurs against Liverpool is never, never good anyway. They don't have a good record against them. So yeah, this is gonna be a beatdown. An absolute beatdown. I'm going four one Liverpool. And I'm gonna take Salah as my last goal store. That's a good shout.
1: Although Gakpo hit a screamer the other day. I was like, who the fuck that was, was that? Um yeah, I was pretty shocked as to that. Like didn't even think he was he had that in him. Uh okay, four to one Liverpool. Yeah, I'm gonna continue that. I definitely think that Liverpool are gonna win. They're gonna slap him. Um I'm gonna go uh I think they're gonna score more than that. I'm gonna go five to two, Liverpool.
0: Five two. Yeah.
1: I do okay. need a third goal score. I feel it in this game. And yeah, I'm gonna go with um Gakpo gets on it again.
0: Gakpo goal. Leicester against Everton. Stinker on Monday night football. Absolute stinker. eighteenth um, versus nineteenth. It's actually an important game. Yeah, and it's actually a good battle. Rowdy, yeah. So it could be a good game. Um I have a feeling. I don't know. It's tough. I have a feeling Leicester get the win, though, and uh, get their head above water a little bit. 2-1, Leicester.
1: I need Everton to do something. I need Leicester to do something. They're going to do absolutely nothing to both of them.
0: Nil-nil. And uh, Tuesday, game moved from Saturday to Tuesday. Screwed over the fans. Thanks a lot, Premier League. Uh, people buy tickets in advance to these games, come all over all over from the country, and you move the game three weeks from from when it's going to take place. Kind of fucked up, but either Stupid. way, it's a Tuesday game. Thankfully, I will be on a plane at this time, so I now would be able to watch this, which I'm very excited about because I'm <laughs> kind of I kind of need a break from Arsenal right now. Do um, you think we should slap Chelsea? We should respond, but. I don't know. I I don't know what I've been watching the last month. Basically, um, up two up at Ant- two zero at Anfield looked amazing to start the first half. Two two looked amazing. West Ham two two looked shit. Came back but didn't have enough Southampton, and then get slapped at City. I I don't know what to expect. Um, I'm just gonna say we're gonna bounce back. I'm not confident in it. But I'm going to say we're going to bounce back. Three, two, one, Arsenal.
1: Chelsea think they smell blood in the water. Chelsea think that this could be a game for them to jump in and, and yeah, they're a weaker Arsenal right now. We can get on them. Um, an absolute, complete disregard for who the hell they are in the mirror. It's going to be a shellacking. Um, it's going to be 4 nothing, Arsenal. And I think there's going to be a potential at the end of this game where uh, I think Granite Jocka has some much-needed frustration to let out on. There's going to be some sort of rivalry-renewed fighting action with Granite. I just feel like he's wound up right now. He needs to release himself a little bit of some fun on possibly. I'm looking at you, Mudrik. Something tells me you skinny oh
0: fraudulent he little. scores kid. his first goal against us. I'm fucking packing it up. Get a new host Holy for the rest of the season.
1: Shit. Why did you just give me that storyline? Oh my god, that's so viable. Packing it up. That's so viable. God. At this point, for Chelsea, they need to have little goals like that. Like if 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 you're Chelsea and Mudrik scores against the team that really wanted and he was twerking for, that's like a win for us guys. That's three points. Call the Premier League and see if you can get that registered. They're abysmal, man. They're abysmal. That club is going through so many changes and turmoil right now. I don't, I don't, there's no way there's a realistic shot they win this game.
0: Famous last word. So, what's your prediction?
1: Yeah, I went 4 0 Arsenal.
0: Complete slapping. Yeah. Um, I hope so. We need to bounce back. We need a bounce back for sure. So you said 4-0 Arsenal. You already picked your goal scorers. I believe you had.
1: Yeah, I got McAllister, Holland, and Gakbo. And you with Ivan Toney, Kevin De Bruyne, and Mohamed
0: Salah. Okay. Yeah, and that's a wrap. Um, that's it for the week. Um, yeah, no Champions League for a little bit. And our Knicks are in the the Eastern Conference semifinals against the Miami Heat. So, yeah, great, great job by the Knicks closing that out in five. Um, Loved every bit of that. They could have went in there and said, you know, we don't need this game. We can just let the game come to us. But they just went in and went for the kill. And really, there was a couple moments in the game where it looked like Cleveland could crawl back back. But what impressed me was every time Cleveland got within six, eight, New York called timeout and then slapped them up. So, yeah, it was impressive. Um, very impressive. And I think we could beat the Heat. I really do. Jimmy Butler is going Super sane once again. Uh, I don't know how he does it. He's a bang average shooter in the regular season. And then he turns into fucking Steph Curry in the postseason. It's really, really weird. But... I think we can beat them. I think uh, Mitchell Robinson is going to be a key, dominated, dominated the series. And we have more depth in the Heat. They're short right now. No Hero, uh, Oladipo, another rotation piece. And they got some old players on there. Kevin Love. I mean, come on. Kevin Love. Give me a fucking break.
1: I got one thing to say to the Miami Heat. Call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> We're about to slap the shit out of this Miami Heat. You could have not asked for a better opportunity to take your first time in the early, since the early 2010s to go on and win your first playoff series. Now with this lineup and the confidence, taking care of it. Now we were blessed with an upset in the same side of our bracket, sir. Now you give me the eighth seed, Jimmy Butler. And the Miami Heat, a rivalry renewed? You can throw form out the window, which I wouldn't even mind throwing out the window because we're the better team right now, minus one player. Listen, Jimmy, you want to go for 60. You can do it, my man. By all means, you are not not winning a game against us going 60 with no help. I'm just going to go ahead and say it right now. It's not happening. The Knicks are going to take care of the Miami Heat. We are absolutely on a vibe right now. And Heat Culture thinks the the the, the presence and their aura, and, and it's the same thing these Yankee fans and, and what we try to convince ourselves. The pinstripes are going to do it. The Knicks have been a better team all
0: heat year. Heat Culture, brother. You don't know the, about Heat Culture? Yeah.
1: Yeah, culture these nuts. Yeah, th- when I hear Migo, uh, when I hear Migos, that's when I hear when I start start, start thinking about culture. I don't need to have anything else about Heat culture because all I know is Heat culture says eighth seed. That's what I know about Heat culture. I do not fear that team. I'm very confident going into that series. We have a great opportunity to go to lengths we weren't expected to in the Eastern Conference, and Lord only knows after that. One game at a time. We are at
0: home. We have home, home court advantage, advantage, baby.
1: Game home 1 and 2 advantage. at the Garden. 1 and 2 at the Garden. Let's change shit up. Let's get and I want I want to win game 1 and then right after that go get game 2. I don't want I want to go down the South Beach, loving life, sand all in my toes before an 8 o'clock game where we go up
0: 3-0. I love it. Knicks in six. Book it. Book it. I'm down. I'm down. So, yeah, we'll we'll let the Premier League handle itself, uh, you know, keep doing that, and then we will be watching the Knicks closely. I got to make some dinner and get ready for another New York team in the playoffs. Big game for the Rangers tonight. Got to support the hockey team. I need Zabana Jed at least to get me two goals tonight. He needs to show up. He's been MIA. Zabana Jed, where are you at? Don't pull an Arsenal. Don't fucking no. <laughs> pull an Arsenal, Zabana Jed.
1: <laughs> Dude, he's the the bottling is really for Tottenham right now, because that's the one who we're gonna say at the end of the year, they're left with absolutely diddly squat. Bro, I'm they can finish you an eighth. Eight. They can. <laughs> they can. It's so can true. I know. I know they literally can. Pool are gonna slap them this weekend. So you have that. That's a team climbing below beneath you. And I'd like to even see the rest of their schedule who they have teams that they're gonna play that are looking to climb. Because I'm telling you, dude, they're gonna get lapped up these last few weeks. I mean, that I didn't get a chance to listen to the commentators, but the fact that they had Enoch out, the fact that they were doing yeah, all these were, things. They were in, chanting it the whole time in front of Levy. Oh, bro! the 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 end is
0: near for that club. I can't wait, man. Yeah, and Villa and Villa and Tottenham still play each other. They play Liverpool, another team they're battling with. So ah. yeah, I mean it, Tottenham has a lot of tough games coming up. So we will see how that ends. And um, yeah, that's a wrap. We'll be back. Um, we'll be back next week. I'll be out of the country, but luckily this is an extended Premier League weekend. So it kind of works out. So uh, yeah. I'll be back on Tuesday, and we'll be ready to pod on Wednesday. I believe there's yeah. Wednesday games, too. That starts a new – I think those are makeup games um, in that week. So we'll be back next Wednesday. Two games will be under the Knicks' belt. Hopefully we'll be up 2-0. And, um, yeah, that's it. PPT Episode 51. We out. Knicks tape, motherfuckers. Whoop, whoop.